0: Last Friday, it was reported Russian opposition leader and lawyer Alexei Navalny died at the Arctic prison where he was serving a 30-year term. He was known as one of the most powerful rivals to the Putin regime and Navalny is said to have served as an important figure for democracy in Russia. To learn more about Navalny's legacy, the Y is Eduardo Jordan spoke to Dr Robert Horvath, senior lecturer in politics at La Trobe University. My first reaction was shock. I hadn't expected him to die at that moment. Um, I knew that he had appeared in a video of a court session the previous day and he seemed fine then. He was joking. And so To hear that he was dead 24 hours later was a shock.
1: And how will he be remembered in Russia?
0: I think he'll be remembered for many things. He'll be remembered as an incredibly brave man who couldn't be broken, who always stood for his convictions, who made no compromises. He'll also be remembered as an incredibly talented politician, someone who could talk to anyone, someone who was very skilled at building bridges and alliances, and all of this was something that made him particularly threatening to Vladimir Putin, who relied on a kind of politics of divide and rule. And I think he'll also be remembered for exposing the scale of the corruption of the Putin regime. Navalny's video documentary about Putin's corruption, titled The Palace for Putin, probably did more damage to Putin's reputation. It tore away the facade that he's this patriot who believes in traditional values.
1: Now, he wasn't the only person who has been against the system in Russia. Who else has been in a similar position against Vladimir Putin, you think?
0: There are a large number of public figures, intellectuals, politicians, lawyers, And human rights activists who have resisted the Putin regime in different ways. Many of them have suffered violence of one kind or another. Some of the most famous, like Navalny, have been killed. Today, several figures within Russia who are in prison, but who are really important politicians who have resisted Putin and who, if the Putin regime collapses, then they are likely to have a, a very prominent place in Russian public life. One of the best known is Ilya Yashin. Um, he's someone who's still young. He recently turned 40, but he's been involved in the opposition to Putin for nearly 20 years. He started off as a a student activist, and he's very charismatic. He's very brave. He's very intelligent. Um, He's thought deeply about how a transition to a a post Putin order could be managed. Another is Vladimir Karamurza. He's more of an intellectual. He uh, played a a central role in making the Magnitsky laws possible, the laws adopted by countries around the world that punish individuals who are involved in serious human rights abuses and corruption.
1: An interesting time around Alexei Navalny was the Navalny crisis in 2020. Why did it create controversy against Vladimir Putin?
0: Essentially, the Navalny crisis was what happened after Navalny was poisoned with the banned chemical weapon Novichok, and it became clear that could only have happened on orders from Putin. If Navalny had been run over by a taxi, then it's very difficult to say that Putin must have been behind that. But the technology behind that chemical weapon that was used against Navalny made it clear that the Russian state was behind it.
1: How do you see Russia's future in terms of uh, democracy now that Navalny passed away? And what's Australia's position in, in, in this issue?
0: Firstly, regarding Russia's potential for becoming a democracy, it's been made more complicated by Navalny's death. Navalny was a figure with such an international reputation and such a level of popularity within Russia. There were so many people who admired his bravery, particularly in returning to Russia after he'd nearly killed by the poisoning, that in the event of the Putin regime collapsing, he was in a really strong position to emerge as a leader of a post-Putin Russia. On the other hand, I have a kind of optimism about the possibility for a democratic Russia. Regarding Australia's response, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has made a very eloquent statement about Navalny's death. I think there's more that we can do. One thing is to use the Magnitsky law to identify everyone who was connected with the persecution of Navalny. I think another thing could be symbolic. In the past, some Western governments have renamed squares, streets, thoroughfares after victims of political the persecution. I think it would be a wonderful thing to name the street outside the Russian embassy in Canberra after Navalny. That was Dr Robert Horvath from La Trobe University speaking with The Wire's Eduardo Jordan.